Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, Big Wit drops some knowledge on us, plus 2020 position grades and the 2021 projected starters. And later, we've got your fan quesos next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon. But you can and should come Sheriff Joe Bags. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. We are doing our giveaway from Shaw's Customs tonight, so that's pretty cool stuff. We will start with that. That will be the first thing we get into. And we'll talk about some big wit comments because I'm seeing a lot of places, a lot of uh, not only fans, but like Rams publications as well, misinterpreting the things that big wit said on Chris Long's podcast. So we will address that. We are going to give starter grades to everybody who started last year for this LA Rams team. And I'll also give you my currently projected starters for those positions as well and also we've got like a whole bunch of fan quesos that we'll get into i got a whole lot this week and that is definitely not a complaint i love doing the fan quesos it's uh it's always been a, a fun thing for me but if you guys want to drop them please feel free to drop a comment uh feel free to you can drop the comment below and then i will answer them uh, on the next episode, if it's super time-sensitive or just something I can do real fast, I will just have a conversation with you right there in the comment section. I, um, I, I get busy at work and stuff like that, but I try to be, you know, reachable and, and, and responsive and stuff. I've had uh, some messages via Twitter this week, uh, some on the Facebook page, so make sure you guys reach out to all those avenues. If you guys want me to answer your questions, if you guys want my opinion on something, or if you want, you want there's some information you need to know about, then uh, hit me up. We'll get that information for you if I don't already have it on the dome already. But I know why you guys are here. Not only to hear about this LA Rams team, which in the 2021 season looks to be pretty friggin' dope, but you guys want this giveaway, all right? So Shaw's Customs was awesome enough to participate with us in a giveaway. So all I needed from you guys last week was for you to drop a comment of your favorite player, current or previous didn't matter and 
So most people took that as a way to explain to me why they liked certain player. And that honestly, like that was like a an extra little bonus that I got uh, it, on top of everything else, because that's really cool to me to learn why you guys like certain guys. Or And most people even gave me uh, like a past and a present guy that they that they were uh, on sides with. So I, I did just close it out. I just commented that it, it is now closed, so I'm not going to get any more comments in. If you guys are commenting still, then I mean, it doesn't matter because you were, were locked in. All right. So I've got my Ram hat here. With uh, I got a bunch of names in here, but that's uh that's my Ram hat here. We've got you can see different names on cards in here, and uh, if you uh, if you guys dropped your comments, if you guys dropped your favorite player last week, your name is in here. I promise you. I I sat down and wrote them all down on little papers and threw them into my Rams hat. We'll kind of close this up a little bit. We'll we'll do some shaking. Cause I'm not picking, I'm not picking someone specific or anything. Right? I don't care who wins. I I know you guys do, <laughs> but I don't care. So we're just gonna shake it up a little bit. Oh, one name came out, so we're gonna put that one back in, and we're gonna shake them out again. Do some of the. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. All right, who's ready to get something here from Ram Showcase and Shaw's Customs? Thank you so much again to Shaw's Customs. There will be a link in the description below. Go check it out yourself, guys. You guys can get some sick vinyls. Let me see. I think I got this one. I thought I had them right here. What happened? It was just under a page. But I got these ones here. I just got a new car. And so I'm glad I didn't put these on my old car. Because I just got a new car. Uh, like last week or something like that. I still got temp tags rocking on it. But I'm going to slap those bad boys on there for sure. I'm also getting something else from from Shaw's Customs. Because now that I drive like a fancy car. I'm not going to like try to brag or anything like that. It's just a car. But uh now I drive, I drive a fancy car. I want it to look look fresh out there on the streets of Colorado. So, all right. Enough jibba-jabbing. Let's get to this. I'm not looking. Let's see what our name We got one winner, guys. In the future, maybe we'll do multiples. But uh, we got one winner. Let's see. All right. Pull one name out. The rest go away. The rest go away. Let's see who is the winner of the Shaw's Custom Prize Pack. For uh, the L.A. Rams. Let's see. Oh, it's one that I don't really know the name of for sure. It's from the YouTube channel A to the JZA70. You are the winner of the Shaw's Customs Prize Pack. That's the, I wrote that down there. You can see my extremely sloppy handwriting because I am awful at penmanship. I blew that off in third grade. Thank you very much, Mr. Chapman. He didn't grade me too harshly there, so I blew it off entirely. But A to the JZA70, uh, pretty unique name, man. Um, <laughs> but you are the winner of the Shaw's Custom Prize Pack. So what I need from you is to send me a direct message so that I can get your address over to Shaw's Customs. I don't know if I'm going to get this stuff first and I'll send it out or if he's going to send it out. Uh, but we will get that stuff to you as soon as we possibly can. So what I have to get from you, though, is a message by July 4th at 9 o'clock L.A. time. I need it because after that, it's going to be party time. All right, so get it get it to me a, a little early. All right, so we can go party and stuff. I know you want to as well. So get that to me. I need you to get it's at Ram Showcase on Twitter, at Ram Showcase on Instagram, or you can go to Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. Send me a message there by the 1st or by the 4th, I mean. Uh, at nine o'clock, and if if you do not do that, I will be picking a number another name next week. So make sure you do that, and and a huge congratulations to you because that's awesome stuff. 
Let's go ahead and hop into the actual show now. This is just something I wanted to mention really fast because I just thought it was really interesting. Uh, and uh, CBS Sports put out uh, a list. There wasn't that many huge transactions, but they decided to put out a list of the most impactful trades of the 2021 offseason. And the number one most impactful trade, according to CBS Sports, for the 2021 NFL season is Matthew Stafford coming over to the L.A. Rams. Jared Dubin is the one that created this list. He said that the Rams already had a Super Bowl-ready roster, and now they have a quarterback talented enough to actually do it. Jared Goff is the immediate name that popped into my head when I looked at it and was like, you know what, though? It's like, Jared Goff brought this team to a Super Bowl. Granted, different team, different team for sure, but he was able to do it, so Matthew Stafford absolutely is talented enough to do it. Is Matthew Stafford better than Jared Goff? Yes. How much? We don't know. We will see that this season, and I'm assuming we'll be able to see a little something against the Chicago Bears. Sunday Night Football Week 1, SoFi Stadium. That's going to be an amazing time if you guys are going to be there. Unfortunately, I will not be at that one. I'll be at some other ones, but not at that one particularly. But if you guys are there, make sure you guys take lots of pictures and stuff like that. I'd love to see it. Uh, But, you know, it, it makes total sense that if Jared Goff can do it, because I would say... That was a good team in 2018. The Rams put together one heck of a squad in 2018. But this is also a pretty good team, too. That team was pretty veteran-riddled. It had, I mean, Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters was, were our corners. We had Ndamukong Sue on the defensive line. We're a much younger team right now. And I would say, even with that team and the talent that that team did have in the Tlaibs and the Peters and the Sues and the Cooks and all that stuff, even the girlies, you know, I know that he would, he didn't really do uh, like he would, that was kind of like that last little stretch there was when he really started like his knee was just like, you know. So I, I think that this this team today, I would argue, is more talented today than the 2018 team was that day. You know what I mean? So I think that this team is very, very, very talented right now and very young. We're not we don't have any of that like and not as much as that top end talent as that 2018 team did. We had a lot of guys at the top of the roster. Our starters were for, were stacked, but below that was a little bit. I don't want to say that it wasn't good or anything like that. We had a really good team that year, but I think we're deeper this year than that year. So yeah, if 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 Matthew Stafford coming in can just not screw it up, just like Jared Goff did in 2018, I think we're going to be looking good. Let's move over to the comments by Big Wit. And the reason I wanted to touch on this because I'm I'm sure most of us saw a lot of the stuff. There's been a lot of coverage on this, so I didn't I don't I feel like I needed to really get so crazy into it, but I kept seeing things be misinterpreted that Big Wit said to Chris Long on the Green Light podcast. I always want to say the Green Line. There's like a, a sick burger joint out here called the Green Line, and I always want to say that. But it's the Green Light podcast with Chris Long, former member of the Rams and Big Wit was on there and basically he had mentioned that uh that the 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 end is coming like uh, he's he's wrapping up at the end there and the reason that this comment bothers me is the reaction because obviously the comment itself doesn't bother me the reaction does bother me though he will be 40 years old December what 12th I think I wrote it down December 12th he will be 40 years old so yeah, the end is coming. It's a that's a, like that should not surprise anybody to hear Big Wit say it with his gray beard and forty year old body that the end of his NFL career is coming up soon. That shouldn't shock anybody. If the Rams won a ring in two thousand eighteen, I think he would have called it then. I think that that's really been the push 
by Andrew Whitworth. He just wants that ring. Because I think with, with Witt and his career, I think if he can get a ring, I think that that kind of, that solidifies him into the into the Hall of Fame, I think. So I, I think it, him getting a ring is a, is a massive deal. But yeah, the end is coming up soon. He'll be 40 in a couple of months. Come on, guys. That's not a surprise. We shouldn't be like, what? Witt's going to leave soon? Yeah, <laughs> that's what people do when they're old. All right, they got to leave the game. Maybe he'll get into the booth or something, man. Witt's, uh, he's he's pretty media heavy. He's on the herd a lot. He he talks with Eisen. He was obviously just with Chris Long. So maybe that's something he'll get into is the media. I also uh, wanted to mention uh, his comments about uniform release, which we're expecting kind of soon, honestly. like We can potentially tomorrow is like the, the start of the window or uh, July 1st is the opening of the window where the Rams can release this. And that's where that's the window that we were given by Kevin Demoff. So Witt also says that he's seen the alternate uniform that the Rams will be releasing and that they have that throwback feel to them. Not that they are throwbacks. Just going to throw that out there because I've seen some uh, coverage on that. Uh, but also it's just got he said it's got that old feel with all the yellow and all that is basically what he was saying It's the comments if you guys want to go check out the, the podcast I, I recommend it I listened to it it was awesome um, but I, I like listening to wit talk he's very intelligent he communicates really well so I like listening to him but uh, I would recommend go check that out that's not exactly a leak though okay can we stop using that word on this information big wit coming out and saying that yeah uh, like they looked like the they kind of had a, a feel of the old championship throwbacks with all the yellow, that's not a leak, okay? That's that's a very broad definition of that word, if that's what you guys are going for here. But it is not exactly a leak. Those are definitely the wrong words. This is just some information. This is just some information. Just just a little tidbit of knowledge dropping by big wit. Now, a leak would be somebody seeing the real thing and then maybe releasing it. To, like, actually seeing it. Like, that's a leak, is if we saw it. If we saw, if we knew what they looked like before the unveiling, I am anticipating still an announcement of an announcement. So I don't think it's just going to get dropped on us someday. Like I, I don't anticipate you'll just be at work, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, "Oh crap, we got our uniforms!" Like I, don't, I don't anticipate that. I think it'll be something that we know about ahead of time. So, um, also I wanted to mention this though about the possibility, the the strong possibility of us getting a yellow uniform. I just think that makes sense. I mean, with how flashy the Rams have gotten lately with the, the logo, the colors, and the stadium and everything, the Rams are a flashy team right now. It makes total sense that we would go with a yellow uniform. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Black, I never thought was a real possibility, at least for this year. I don't think the Rams will have a black uniform. I'll be completely real with you guys. I don't think that that's on the horizon for this team. I just don't see it. I think it's corny when you're when you use a black uniform when black is not even in your color scheme. I think it's super corny. Uh, I I don't anticipate it. I would be honestly, I would be truly shocked to see that happen. To see the Rams get a black uniform, but yellow. I mean, it makes sense. We've got the bone. We've got the blue. Adding a yellow, adding a white. Those two make a lot of sense to me. And I think that that's what the next two releases will be. I think it's going to be yellow white. I'm not sure what order we get that in. Sounds like we get yellow this season. So, in conclusion, I'm going to reference Sean McVay here. Stop twisting my words because <laughs> I didn't say that. That's what Big Wit's probably thinking right now, right? Uh, because he did not say for sure that he is retiring at the end of this season. He said the end's coming up. That probably means he's retiring after the season, but those are not the words that he said. 
He also did not tell us that for sure 100% yellow uniform. I mean, his comments, it's implied. It makes a lot of sense. But let's not make assumptions, all right? Because you know what they say about people who assume. They're big jerks. That's the saying. Let's move on here. We're going to take a look. And this is actually, again, another segment that was actually given to me by John. So that is awesome. I love it. Um, if you guys have, like, cool ideas like this, please feel free to shoot them over. I dig it. And this is some good quality stuff here. And I had fun making it. So this is the 2020 starters. I'm going to grade them on their performance last year. We're going to kind of run through it. We'll go kind of quick on here. We won't spend a lot of time. Um, but then I'm also going to give you my current June, uh, June 30th projected starter is who I would say is probably going to start in that spot this season. I don't have like a percentage upgrade or anything like that for you guys, but let's hop in. We'll start on the offensive side of the football. We'll go to the quarterback last year. Of course, the Rams started quarterback Jared Goff, who was the first overall pick in the 2016 season, the most recent first round pick of the LA Rams. And, you know, last year, it felt like it felt like Jared Goff held the Rams back. And that's the first time that I've really kind of had that feeling that that Goff was holding this team back. Uh, so and, and honestly, the the way that he was, uh, what was it? Three interceptions to defensive linemen. That's not good, man. And I talked about it here plenty of times, so I don't need to get super into it. If you guys are interested, I mean, there's plenty of backlogged episodes you guys can go check out. Uh, but for Jared Goff's grade last year, I, I I feel like this is maybe a little aggressive, but I also feel like it's maybe not. And I'm going to go ahead and give him a D minus. It's not an F. He did not fail the season, in my opinion. I mean, depending on what your grading scale looks like, it wherever you go, uh, then, you know, I think that it makes total sense that he's a D minus. Not the lowest grade possible, but he did not do a good job last year. Of course, we are projecting Matthew Stafford to start this year. Running back last year, the number one guy was Malcolm Brown. I'm going to give him a C because he didn't necessarily do a bad job at all, but he also didn't do like a good job. It was kind of just... Eh, like, I mean, eh, you know, I like Malcolm Brown and I wish him all the success in the world. I did misspeak last week, by the way, saying that he was with the Tennessee Titans. I, my brain did not participate in that one. He is a Miami Dolphin, not a Tennessee Titan. So I do apologize about that one. That's my mistake there. In 2021, we are projecting that Cam Akers will start that spot. I'm not blowing minds there. In 2020, at the wide receiver spot, the Rams had uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, uh, I'm, I'm using those two. Those are the, the top two guys that we have. I'm going to give them both a B. And the reason that I'm giving them both a B is because neither of these guys hit 1,000 yards, and they had nine touchdowns total between them. We had six over to Bobby Trees, and uh, we had just the three over to Cup. Uh, those are the projected starters again this year. At left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, with his age, with a quarterback that was struggling, everything that went into last year, I'm giving Big Wit an A. He is projected to start again, of course, this year. And we're, we're going to see what father time has for Andrew Whitworth. But let's hope that he's, uh, let's, let's hope that maybe father time's a little preoccupied with some other fellas and that we'll, we'll get another awesome, strong season from Big Wit. But I'm going with an A for last year because I mean, dude just held it down. I mean, I don't remember anything that he did that was like a, an awful job, honestly. So. At left guard last year, the Rams started Joseph Noteboom, 
and uh, he, I am projecting him to start there as well again this year. I know that we've seen different things of different rotations and all that. I anticipate Noteboom getting that start because I fully anticipate Noteboom kicking out once Witt's gone. So I think that getting him reps, getting him out there a lot is going to be good. And for last year, this entire offensive line did an awesome job last year. Uh, they were, a, a, what was it, a top three unit? I can't remember exactly. Uh, but it was, I'm going to give him a B. At the center spot, we started Austin Blythe, and he is now gone. He's a Kansas City Chief, actually fighting for a starting role. So I just wish we would have kept him because he did such a good job. I'm grading him last year with a B. This year, I'm projecting Austin Corbett to uh, to start at that spot. So Austin to Austin, but no more Blythe. We're going to Corbett. We're just going to work our way down the alphabet. Next, we'll be like Austin DeCamelis or something. I don't know. We'll see. And at right guard last last year, we did start Austin Corbett in in that spot, and I'm giving him a B from last year. Uh, I, I think that that's reasonable. The offensive line did a really good job last year. And in 2021, I actually left this spot blank, but I've got a couple names in my head, and I'll actually even give you an answer. I think that it makes total sense that uh, that Edwards could get that role, Evans could get that role, Shelton could get that role, but I am going to go ahead and say, based on last year, what we saw with the coaching staff decision in the, the Green Bay Packers game, there was a coaching decision to actually start Bobby Evans there. I'm going to go ahead and guess that that carries over. I'm going to put in Evans in that right guard slot. At right tackle last year, Rob Havenstein, one of the longest tenured Rams at the moment. And uh, actually, is he the, he's got to be the longest tenured Ram now, right? I'm trying to think. We only have three St. Louis Rams rema- remaining. That's Johnny Hecker, Aaron Donald, and Rob Havenstein. It's got to be, right? Man, that's crazy. I'm giving him a B. He has not done anything bad, but he's he's not a superstar. I've said that before. He just he just does his job really well, doesn't screw anything up, and uh, I think he does awesome. So, yeah, we're, we're also projecting him to start this year. Along the defense now, we'll go to the defensive line. Last year, we started Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers, and Greg Gaines. Uh, Aaron Donald, that's an A+. I mean, the dude is a freaking machine. He is a space robot sent to Earth to destroy the, the the confidence and and the morale of quarterbacks all over the NFL. A plus. I don't think I need that. I don't even think that I need that much explanation. Honestly, I think that that was more than enough. Michael Brockers. I'm going to go ahead and give him a B minus. He did not do a bad job at all, and I think B B minus. I think is totally reasonable because Brockers always seemed like he could do a little bit more, but he always did a really good job. And then. Also, Greg Gaines, who started last year, the way that he started the season, D. I, he did a bad job early, early on. In the first like quarter of the season, he did not do a very good job. He was getting blown up off that line. But in fairness, I've said this before, he definitely got better as the season progressed. I'm not sure if maybe the, the lack of training camp and the, the pandemic stuff, maybe that's what kind of hindered him early season last year. Uh, but this year, I am projecting myself on June 30th. This is subject to change. I'm always willing to change my own opinions here. I'm going to go with Aaron Donald, Sebastian Joseph Day, and Sean Robinson. I'm going to go ahead and guess that those are the, the first guys out on the field, but I do anticipate a pretty heavy rotation. Inside linebacker, the Rams did run a pretty heavy rotation, but I only I, I want to rock with just these two. The, I'm leaving off Troy Reader, but we have Micah Kaiser and Kenny Young. I'm going to give Micah Kaiser a C plus. He could definitely improve, but he's not a bad player. He's he's he is about that average like production level, but a little bit better than that. And so I'm I'm excited to see if he can keep progressing. Kenny Young there, 
I'm going to give him a C based on what he did over the course of the season, but uh, compared to our expectations of what we anticipated Kenny Young doing, and I'm not speaking for just myself, I'm speaking for many Rams fans here, I'm going to I'm gonna bump that to like a B. So I think that he, based on what we anticipated, he outperformed that, I think. And then this year for inside linebacker, I'm projecting Micah Kaiser and Ernest Jones, rookie. I'm anticipating that. And let's see, outside linebacker, Leonard Floyd and Samson Abukam started last year. Leonard Floyd, I'm going to go ahead and rock with a B. Not a bad job at all, by any means, by by flow. And then on the other side, Samson Abukam, who's always had an extremely high motor, but was always still working on his techniques. So we'll see if, uh, well, while he's out in in Santa Clara, if uh, if that's what... If, if maybe some coaching differences or maybe change of scenery is able to bump him out into into doing a little bit better job on his mechanics there. But this year I'm I'm anticipating Leonard Floyd and Obaniah Okoronkwo at that outside linebacker spot. Cornerback Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams, and Troy Hill are the guys that I will mention here. Jalen Ramsey did an A job. A job. He did amazing out there. One pick, but that's because he was absolutely just blanketing and shutting off his guy all the time. Darius Williams, big surprise guy to most people. I, I've liked Darius Williams for a while, and I've kind of been watching him come up a little bit. I mean, with our, I, I cover this team, so I, I, I tend to, to know even some of the lower-level guys on the roster and stuff. And, and Darius Williams is always a guy that I've kind of kept an eye on, and, and he's definitely performing. I'm giving him an A. Last year as well, Troy Hill. I'm giving him a B plus. He did do a pretty good job there, but uh, I, I think that uh, the the Rams. Uh, there's no way to say it without sounding like a jerk. Um, he, the Rams are going to be okay losing Troy Hill. That's what I'll say. And then this year, I'm anticipating uh, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams, and Robert Rochelle to be our top guys. Last year at safety, the Rams started John Johnson and Jordan Fuller. I'm giving John Johnson an A. That dude's amazing. He's a very talented safety, one of the best in the league, if not the best. Jordan Fuller, coming in as a rookie, did an awesome job. I'm uh, putting him at a B. And then this year, I am fully anticipating Jordan Fuller and Terrell Burgess to be the starters at safety for the LA Rams. And then in 2020, last year as well, the, at the kicker spot, the Rams started Samuel Sloman. I'm giving him a D. He started okay, but just could not seem to get any kind of consistency down. Had some, had some struggles there. So I'm giving him a D. And then, of course, we are anticipating Matt Gay to have that role this year. And then at long snapper, Jake McQuaid, who did an amazing job as per usual. I'm giving him an A. And actually, my buddy Adrian, he he actually, uh he did tell me about a, a snap from Jake McQuaid that was bad. And it was against the Dolphins. And I do remember that one. It went, it like just like flew past Johnny. And then we were able to get on top of it and, and kick it, kick it again. But yeah, there was one bad snap from, from McQuaid over his, over his billion years as a Rams long snapper. He had that one. So, but last year. He did an awesome job. I'm giving him an A. This year, we are we do have a battle at this spot between Steven Wordle and Matt Orzek. I'm going to go ahead and give the edge to Orzek here, and, and the main thing here is experience because he's been on different rosters, not necessarily to the point of like being an absolute stud, but he was a, a one-year starter for the Baltimore Ravens, but he has also been on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Tennessee Titans, whereas Steven Wordle has not made a team yet so i'm gonna go ahead and give that edge to matthew or zek along that uh 
that long snapper spot there. My phone is absolutely lighting up right now, so that's cool. I'm going to get into that a little bit later on after this, after the break and after fan quesos and stuff. By the way, guys, I'm coming into our break right now. And then on the other side, we will get into our fan cases. We got a buttload of them, so we'll get into those for sure. And uh, if you guys went to Compton Mania, I saw videos and and, and all kinds of stuff. That thing was awesome. Okay, I want to go to one so bad. Oh man! But if you guys, uh, that was this last weekend. So if you guys missed it, I do. I'm sorry for you guys because that thing was sick, and I'm sure it was an absolute blast to be there in person. I wish I could have been. Man, I, I feel like I missed out, you know what I mean? Like, it was super cool. I'm trying to, I, I can never, it's, it was Rancho Cam, 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 Camacho, I, I think is how you pronounce it. He was the one that won. He is now the MFM, the mother, father, man over here. And yeah, that's, uh, so that's some pretty cool stuff. But if you guys, if you guys um, got to go, that's, that's awesome. And I'm a little bit jealous. Let's go ahead and hop into our break on the other side. Fan quesos. Stay right there. Welcome back in. Make sure you guys go check out Shaw's Customs there. They participated in the giveaway. And we'll be getting a lot more of those coming up here soon. So make sure you guys keep an eye, your eyeballs on Ram Showcase. Because that's how you win the free stuff. Alright, so let's go ahead and hop into our fan cases. Like I said, we got a decent chunk of them. So we'll hop right on in. I don't even know if I'm getting more right now via the Facebook as my father would say, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know if more are coming in, but we'll, we'll just knock these, these ones out. All right. I got some good answers for you guys. These first few here come from Ram's house, which is an amazing YouTube channel. Got, by the way, we did the, the, the video, the little collab video thing, uh, where we just kind of talk some Rams football. We'll be doing that a lot more often, especially in this time of year where, you know, we're in July right now. So, uh, where it doesn't, we don't have like a whole lot of news necessarily to get into, but there's plenty to talk about. And it's a little bit better sometimes when that conversation is directed with other Rams fans. And uh, Payo, Payo time was there too. You guys need to go sub to both of those guys. Those, those guys are awesome. But these first few here come from Rams house. Whose house? All right, let's, uh, let's see. What is one LA Rams transaction, drafted player, trade, free agent signing that you were completely against and thought it wouldn't work out and ended up working out really well? And one that you were stoked for but did not work out? You know, I, I thought about this one for a while, actually, and it was difficult because there's I, I am I'm so much like matter of fact, you know what I mean? Like if the Rams sign somebody, it's like, all right, they signed this guy. I'm not I'm not the one on here like Rams signed this guy. That means that we're going to be the best ever. This guy's going to do like, like I try to just be like, Hey, they, we, we signed him. This is what he, this is like, these are the skills that he has. This is how he can help us out. So I try not to get too, too hype on players. Players come and go. The Rams are forever. So, but I will say that, uh, one, one player that I, I was not stoked for, but it seemed to be okay. Uh, there was two of them in the 2018 season was a keep to as well as Indomitian Sue. I didn't want either of those guys, but while they were here, I was rooting for them. And hey, man, we got th- we got what was it? We got four really good effort games out of out of Indomitian Sue that year. So I mean, against the Lions, and then all throughout the playoffs, he played really well. So I'll take that one that I was um, one that I was stoked for that didn't work out. I will say that same that same year, we'll go to Marcus Peters because I was thrilled to have Marcus Peters. I was a big fan. Uh, he, I mean, I, I say was, I mean, he's still mad about us trading him. Like 
how mo- how long ago was that dude like let it go <laughs> but i would say that one and then he started out really really strong of course he had like my favorite play of 2018 second favorite play of 2018 at touchdown against the raiders week one on monday night football that was awesome but i was i would say that one i i, I try to keep it pretty level with like a matter of the matter of fact it's like we signed this guy whether or not i like it or hate it i try to just be like hey this is what happened I try to be like the voice of reason a little bit and just be like the, the news guy or like the fact guy. You know what I mean? I try not to get too too uh, like emotional in my reaction stuff uh, for any like signing or anything like that. I just try to be, you know, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Next one here. What is your favorite game from the St. Louis days? This cannot be from the greatest show on turf era, but rather the classic four and 12 years. Solid question. I, I like this one. I will kind of cheat here because... The game that I'm going with is, I want to say it was 2005. I want to say it was 2005. It was Seahawks at Rams. Maybe somebody can help me out here. If it was 2005 or 2006, I was I was pretty young. It was like if it was 2005, I was 14. But I remember Bulger launching it deep to Torrey Holt, and he did that little like juggling deal. Where like the the ball came in, he like leaned back and it popped out, and then he like one handed it and pulled it in, and then started running. Lofa Tatupu was after him. I remember so much of that because I was so jacked. Because part of part of the reason here is because I used to like watch the game just on the ticker, like at the bottom. I'd be watching whatever the hell game was on, and then I would just like wait for the Rams score. I would just wait for STL and be like, oh, you know. And then we were losing most of the time, but that was actually one where uh, we we were in a close game with the Seattle Seahawks, and then. Uh, the game that I was watching was a blowout. I want to say it was the Bengals. That was a blowout, and so they switched it to the Rams and Seahawks game. And I was sitting there, I was like, oh, you're going to watch the Rams, you know? <laughs> now we always just get to watch the Rams every single time we want to because that's the way the world is now. But, like, back then it was, like, a weird thing. And especially with the Rams not being good, me being in Colorado, it was very difficult to catch their games. Would, like, hope for prime time all the time. And that was not happening very often. So I'm going to go with that one, man. That was a That was a fun game to watch and yeah uh, there, there was a few really really awesome games the game against the saints when we won when we went two and 14 that game was fun the game against the colts when we had Tavon, when he just lit it up and like i didn't anticipate winning that game at all that one was awesome yeah there's been a couple that have just been mighty nice all right, uh, next one here. If you were able to trade for one player besides a quarterback with no strings attached, no contract cap hit, and no, uh, and giving up no draft picks, who would it be? That's an easy answer, man. I would go Derrick Henry. That guy is an absolute monster. And putting him on this offense, I like Cam Akers. I like Daryl Henderson. Putting Derrick Henry on this offense behind this offensive line with those weapons, holy moly, man. Holy cannoli. That would be so much fun to watch. Next one here. What is the toughest game you think the Rams have in 2021? I say 49ers simply because they beat us, or simply because they play us well every year. Yeah, they've been doing a great job against us. That seems to be just like a matchup thing with the coaches, which is, I mean, something that happens. I would say the Bucks game early on, I think that they are absolutely going to come to play. And also, I will say the Ravens game late season. Uh, the last time we played them, it was what, 45 to 7 or something like that. We got absolutely smoked in prime time. It was not fun. I think the payback is needed, but I think uh, that's a that's a damn good team out there too. So, next one is if you were able to draft anyone besides a quarterback from the twenty twenty one first round draft, 
uh, for our Rams, who would it be and why? Dude, that's a tough one because there's, I mean, the Rams entered the draft without any like major glaring needs where if you look at the, the roster and it's like, yeah, like if they don't address this, like they ain't crap kind of thing. Like some other teams, like some teams that go into the draft, they're like if they don't get a quarterback, they're not going to be a good team. If they don't get a wide receiver, they're not going to be a very good team, whatever. But one of those wide receivers, man, honestly, like uh, something, somebody like Jalen Waddle, um, that would have been very awesome to get. Yeah, man, there's a, there was some some awesome receivers that I would have actually really liked to see in L.A. to, to work with McVay. Let's see if if you had to change stadiums from beautiful SoFi, which stadium would you choose to fill with the blue and yellow? Ooh, I, I have like a soft spot for history, so maybe I would go with like somebody somewhere like Lambo or Soldier. I've only ever been to one NFL stadium, and that's uh the the Broncos Stadium up here, Mile High. Um, I'm trying to think what other stadiums that I just think are so dope. I mean, Seattle's got a sweet stadium, too. 49ers have, like, the lamest, most basic, boring stadium ever. Screw their stadium. Um, the Field of Jeans. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say I, I would want one of those historical ones. But, like, also, I like cold weather games. I'm a cold weather guy. It's, like, 7. I looked at my watch for the weather. It's, like, 72 right now outside, and I'm eating that up. It's a little warm for me still, but I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, I would go with somewhere... I, I like the Bengals Stadium, actually. That one's pretty cool. Uh, Soldier Field, Lambeau, Heinz Field. That's a cool one. Even Gillette is pretty dope. I want to go see them all. Like, I eventually one day just want to follow the Rams around. But, yeah, I'd go with one of those. Uh, do you think that Stafford has a good shot at MVP this year? I do. <laughs> yeah, I, You know what? I, I genuinely think he has a very real shot at MVP this year. That that I don't think is is ridiculous to say at all, uh, because the the team that he has around him and the coaching that he has around him, he's never seen anything like this before. It's a completely different situation for Matthew Stafford. And I know people like Mike Florio were like, "But he didn't do this or whatever." It's like, yeah, but that was also with the Lions, bro. Like, like Keyshawn Johnson too was like, he was like, yeah, but he's never won a playoff game. It's like, yeah, for the Lions, like what the? <laughs> I'll say it again. Like I said that with the, a couple weeks ago. It's like if you. The, the, there's a, a quote that's like, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will, it will spend its entire life believing it, it, it is an idiot. If you judge a quarterback by his ability to win playoff games for the Detroit Lions, he's going to spend his entire career thinking he sucks, and he doesn't. Like, it's just it's for the Lions. It doesn't count. It's like playing for, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like playing for a different league. I don't know. These next few come from Adrian. Welcome back to the Quesos, Adrian. Which veteran do you think... Uh, I haven't read any of yours, by the way, dude. <laughs> Heads up! Didn't see any of these. Um, which veteran do you think is in danger of losing their starting job and or roster spot this season? Roster spot, Brian Allen. I'm going to say that he is definitely in danger of that, of losing his roster spot. As far as starters, that's a tough one. I don't really think we have too many like old veteran starters who are like really up for losing their jobs. Maybe if I had to give an answer, I would go with Rob Havenstein, but I don't even think that that's real. With the loss of Staley and other key players on defense, how do you think the unit will hold up over or under top five in the league? Yeah, I think this is a top five unit still. I mean, we lose, of course, John Johnson, who's a very talented player. We lose Troy Hill, who's who's a very solid player. And then Brandon Staley, who's a very good coach. 
we lose those guys. But we also, I mean, Terrell Burgess was playing really well before his injury. We bring in Robert Rochelle, and we have David Long Jr., who who knows the system. He's been here for a little bit. And, and Robert Rochelle, who comes in as an absolute potential stud. And, I mean, as long as we have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, this defense has the ability to be a top-five unit. And so, yeah, I'll say this is still uh, a top-five. And, and, I mean, we go from Staley to Raheem Morris, man. Like, that's... I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm fine with that. I accept that for sure. The Rams now have have many names on this team, many big names. What movie filled with stars would you compare this Rams team to? Oh, man. I should have read your questions before. Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Choose one player from each division that you would rather have on the Rams squad. So the Cardinals have a decent number of these guys. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins jumps out immediately as a guy that I would love to have on this LA Rams team. That would be really fun. As far as the Seattle Seahawks, I'm going to say Russell Wilson. I like Matthew Stafford, and I'm not sad that we have him. But Russell Wilson is an absolute game changer. He's been he's been carrying the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll for years. You cannot change my mind on that. Pete Carroll is sub-500 when he does not have Russell Wilson as his, as his quarterback as an NFL head coach. And then for the 49ers, I mean, could you imagine Bosa next to Donald? Holy crap. (laughs) Oh, man, that'd be fun to watch. Uh, Do you think that the media is doubting Stafford too much given his playoff history? Do you think that it's a good move uh, that they doubt him uh, in the postseason? Or do you think it's a good thing that they they doubt him in the postseason? Or do you think that this is something, uh, this is a little concerning? Dude, the media has no idea what the heck they're talking about. I'm media, and I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. So, no, it's just opinions, dude. And if you ask players and coaches in the NFL, they all agree that when it was understood that Matthew Stafford was coming available, more teams than expected looked at their own situation like, could we do this? Should we do this? Should we look at this? More teams than expected. Teams that have a quarterback, that have their guy, looked at that that move, uh, looked at that information, was like, wait a second, Stafford's available though? Players, they're all over, man. Players love this dude. So, yeah, I, I think that the media is just being, I think it's talking points. It happens. Any update on the uniform rumors? Yeah, man, it looks like we'll get yellow. Uh, we're anticipating it sometime uh, early to mid-July. Rams versus Jags. Let's go. Dude, that's literally the game I'm going to. Let's go. That's the game I've been planning on going to this entire time. I want to go see Trevor Lawrence, but I also want to see our L.A. Rams, dude. Let's go. Let's meet. I, I wouldn't want to meet. Uh, I wouldn't want to meet a longtime Rams bro for the first time anywhere else but SoFi Stadium for the Rams dub. Yes, absolutely. By the way, Adrian, um, I will send this to you in a separate message. I don't. It's not super massive public information, but there will be another one that I will be at. Uh, so I. But that one, I'm going. I'm going with like some family and stuff like that. So I'm not trying to make it a big to do with friends and, and meeting up with people and stuff like that. I just kind of want to go enjoy my time and enjoy the, the venue, stuff like that. And then get the heck out of there. It's only like a Friday to Sunday trip. We've already got uh, tickets and everything uh, planned out planes and all that. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share that with you just in case you're going to be there, man. But um, yeah, that's all. And then uh, what's, <laughs> what's Sam Bradford been up to lately? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was one more here that was later on. Um, do you know how to ram it? Yeah, dude. Word on the street is if uh, you ram it just right, you can ram it all night. All right. That's 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 rumors. 
Unconfirmed. All right, let's hop into some other ones here. This one comes from Gary. Who do you see getting the green dot on defense this year? I love this question because it is like, it it is a, it's it's something I've been thinking about quite a bit actually. And I'm gonna go like, ah oh, man, see because like name names bot like popped into my head immediately. I really. The, the one that comes to me immediately is who I think is going to get the green dot is going to be, I don't even know who was the writer of this article because he had him as a surprise cut. And I, I think that he's a possible green dot. I'm going to go Kenny Young. I think that Kenny Young could absolutely green dot this year for this Rams team, man. And I think that that makes total sense. I think it may, uh, I think he can do it. I think he would do a good job. I think that that would allow Kaiser a little bit more freedom and just knowing his role and stuff. Cause Kaiser, I don't think, did a bad job, but I think if he can just kind of focus on where he's supposed to be, I think that that'll work out. But Kenny Young is a guy that I think he's he's got like he's got leader vibes, man. So I think that that's very real. And for my dark horse here that I'll I'll pick, I'm gonna go ahead and say this coaching staff is extremely high on this guy. I'm becoming more high on this guy as as time goes on. He's green dotted in certain practices here and there. And that's going to be rookie linebacker Ernest Jones. I really think that he has a real shot at green dotting for the Rams this year. Let's see. What time is the deadline? That's from Adrian. It's over now, man. That's not a real question. All right. And then these next few, the the last ones here, the last uh, 10. These ones come from Jay. Welcome back to the fan of Quesos as well, Jay. I got two of my regulars back, Adrian and Jay. Jadrian. That's like... <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Let's go ahead and hop into him. Uh, first one here from Jay. We know Woods and Cup are going to be our top two wide receiver starters. That said, who will be our number three? Dude, I this is a conversation that's happening quite a bit right now. I think it's obvious that it's Deshaun Jackson. I don't see why it wouldn't be. He's a little bit older guy. He's got that veteran presence to him. He's still got the speed. Sean McVay loves him. And Matthew Stafford and Deshaun Jackson are apparently like becoming the homies. And I think that I think it makes total sense. I'm surprised it's that big of a conversation. Honestly, I really think it's it's Woods, Cup, Deshaun Jackson. Then you get into like the Jefferson and Atwell debate. But I think that those top three, I, I feel really good about saying Woods, Cup, Jackson. Number two from Jay, big with big wit, all but confirming this will be his last season. Who do you see as his replacement? Yeah, I mean that's I, I I've said it earlier that it's obviously like he did not say that this is for sure his last season. He's not doing like the, like a last dance kind of thing here. But by the way, let, I'm gonna go off on a tangent before I answer this question. Did y'all see what Scotty Pippen was saying? <laughs> what, dude? Scotty, chill, dude. Like it's fine. It's over. And stop ruining. People my age, stop ruining this image that we have of the 90s Bills, man. That thing was majestic, and now you're just ruining it, Scotty. Stop it, stop it Scotty. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's all. I was watching that Dan Patrick interview. I was like, bro, stop shattering this illusion that we had with this amazing super team of just, like, absolute studs and, all, and just, like, this magical, it was like the 90s Bulls, man. Stop it, Scotty. And I think he's just saying stuff to say stuff now. I think he's trying to sell his book. Anyway, that doesn't that's not relevant to the Rams at all. But who do I see as replacing him? I really think that uh, Note Boom is going to slip out. I think he's going to be at left guard this year. I think he bounces out to that uh, that that left tackle spot. 
But also, uh, I, I could see a guy like David Edwards, Bobby Evans. I, I, those guys are very real in that position as well. So I think we'll see a battle once Big Wit leaves. But I would say today, June 30th of 2021, as time of recording, I'm going to say that uh, once Wit's gone, I think Note Boom will take that role. Number three here, Les Snead has been <laughs> quiet this offseason. That's all in quotes. Said no one ever. Aside from the Stafford trade, what trade would you like uh, for the Rams to explore this season? Ooh, I should have read this before. Uh, aside from the Stafford trade, what trade would you like for the Rams to explore this season? I, I want to say we're good, man. Like, I, really, like, I, I think I, I like this team right now. I really like this team right now. I, I like the way that we're set up right now. We're young. We're talented. We're fast. Man, I would have loved to see Julio Jones, but I think that would have meant that Robert Woods would have left. So, so I'll take it. I'll take I'll take trees back. Oh man, I'll just I'll go Derrick Henry again. <laughs> I want Derrick Henry to be a Rams so bad. He's like Steven Jackson kind of like he's got like those vibes to me. All right, uh, next one here. Uh, who's more important to the Rams Super Bowl chances this season? Stafford, Donald, or Ramsey? So, I mean, Donald and Ramsey were here last year. We weren't able to do it. Not by their fault or anything. It was our quarterback. So, yeah, a lot of pressure is on Matthew Stafford to do it this year because people like myself are sitting here saying, like, hey, this, this, if this is going to happen, it needs to happen quick. Like, he's getting older. We have some older guys on our team that are kind of ring chasing a little bit. Big wit, Deshaun Jackson, stuff like that. But, that's, I mean, that's like it. <laughs> but... Uh, I would say the the most pressure, the most important person, especially in this, will will be Stafford because uh, Jared Goff held us back last year. I think if you put Stafford on this team in that game against the Packers, because that was not a that was not like a blowout. We were in that game, and Goff held us back. And I think if you put Stafford in that game instead of of Jared Goff, I I think that it, we at least it's it's much closer, if not a, a Rams win. Who do you see starting alongside Floyd at outside linebacker this season? I think Oboe takes it, but I think we see a rotation. I, I anticipate seeing some Terrell Lewis there, but uh, Okoronkwo, Obanaya Okoronkwo, I think that he is going to be that starter, that first one that we see out there. Personally, I see Darius Williams, due to size, being a great outside corner, but excellent slot corner. Anyone on the current roster you can think of that can challenge, challenge that spot uh, opposite of Ramsey. I really I'm going to keep going back to Robert Rochelle, man. I'm high on him. I think the the I think he's got all the tools. He's almost he almost seems like he's got like a, a like a less aggressive personality than Jalen Ramsey, but he's got that style. He's got that that Ramsey kind of play style to him. He's got the size, he's got the speed, he's got the moves. I I like Rochelle. I think that he's got a real chance at unseating that spot next season. I fully anticipate that Darius Williams will be that guy this year. But uh, apparently something crazy happened in basketball, guys. My phone, my, my group chat with my college buddies is lighting up with basketball injury stuff. So somebody got wrecked. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that Darius Williams, he might price himself out of the Rams after this season. And at that point, I think that Rochelle could come in. Next one here. Do you, who do you see as the hidden gem from our draft class and why? Me personally, I am loving what I am seeing from Ernest Jones. Leadership and passion. Uh, reminds reminds me a lot of your fave 
Laurinaitis. Love Laurinaitis, man. That was actually, oh, man. Like, if I would still pick up a Laurinaitis jersey today, I think that'd be awesome. Not, like, in the new style, like, the actual, like, the blue or whatever, like, the, the old blue, the gold numbers stuff. I, I think I would like that in a Laurinaitis. But loved Laurinaitis. That was my dude. And, yeah, Jones is, is somebody I'm very high on as well. There's there's a There's a few guys from our draft class that I'm like, if any one of those would have been in our class, I'd have been like, oh, that guy's going to be like, he is my guy. He is my sleeper. And that's Ernest Jones, like you mentioned. That's Robert Rochelle. That's Jacob Harris. And that's um, uh, Bobby Brown. I was going to say Mac. There's another guy, Mac, for the uh, Texas A&M defensive line. But uh, Bobby Brown, those guys right there, I, I think all of them can be very, very good. So I'm pumped for our draft class this year. I think we actually kind of nailed it. Next one here, still kind of early, but who do you see as a surprise cut this season? A lot of talent at that linebacker position. Ooh, that is a very good point there. There is some talent there for sure. Um, but none of these guys are, are too too pricey at the time. Uh, the, these guys are on pretty cheap contracts. So as far as making a, like a surprise cut there, I think that we'll keep the best players in that spot. So I don't know if anybody will be a surprise. I, I think Brian Allen's a cut. I think that... You know, I, I don't want to say Henderson, but uh, I feel like he might he might have some real strong competition on, on at that running back spot. We got a couple of really good running backs that have come in. Jake Funk obviously is doing a really good job. He's getting hyped up by the coaching staff too. Uh, we bring in Otis Anderson, who I like a lot. He's he's really versatile, speedy guy that can do a lot of things. We can line him up outside if we needed to. Punt returner as well. So there's options there. Um, Brian Allen's like my big one, my big like veteran cut that I think that he, I just don't think he makes it due to lack of versatility. Uh, everybody else on the defensive line, it seems like they can, they can move around. They can be in like center or guard or guard and tackle kind of thing. Seems like he's kind of that oddball out. Next one here from Jay. I mean, I know it's new and we haven't had fans in a, uh, attend games yet, but what do you think of that article ranking so far in the bottom half of the league? Dude, I didn't see that. What? Bottom half? Dude, that's that's one of one. You're going to rank that bad boy in the bottom half? Are the Chargers ruining us here? Because they have like four fans? Like, come on now. This is ridiculous. Bottom half? That's absurd, man. I'm not okay with that. So, we haven't had fans in there yet, so we don't know exactly what our home field looks like, or like our home field advantage looks like of that place rocking. But the way it's designed... It doesn't seem like it's going to be quiet, you know what I mean? So, I think we'll be fine there. Um, I'm pumped to see it, finally, myself. I, I think that, I mean, it's like my mecca. <laughs> Turn towards SoFi and bow, like, every night or whatever. That was maybe insensitive. It's fine. But it's um, no, no like, it, like aggression intended. So, uh, But SoFi is awesome, and I want to be in there so bad. I want to live there. Uh, putting it in the bottom half is is ridiculous. Uh, so what I think about that is absurdity. That's what I think of that. <laughs> That's all right, I guess. I mean, when we and now I don't I don't need to keep on just bashing other stadiums, I guess. But there's like a lot of not as good stadiums. Uh, last one here from Jay. Let's push that needle more in our direction, Sheriff, and guarantee a Super Bowl. If you could bring back one player from the greatest show on turf days in his prime for this this season only, who would it be and why? All right, so I don't know if you guys saw my my conversation with Rams House and Payo Time 
But because I talked about my ability to just randomly jinx the Rams and whatever I say, like whenever I make like a declarative statement, like this is not going to happen, guys, stop it. That's the next thing that happens. You know what I mean? And then I ruined it with the Julio Jones thing. Like I, 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 I shared my little clip of me saying they're like, hey, there's no way the Rams get Julio Jones. And then we dropped out of it. Like right when I was like, like, oh, man, this is going to happen. Like, are we really going to get Julio? And then it didn't happen. I, I anti jinxed us. Um, but I did on that one. I said, there's no way that the Rams win the Super Bowl this year. All right, universe, that's up to you now. But uh, yeah, so uh, we'll do that again. We'll just keep doing that. There's no way. There's no way, guys. No way. Rams ain't going to win the Super Bowl this year. There's no way. No way. Feel free to call me out on this because I will be celebrating. <laughs> um, but if I could get one player from the greatest show on Turf Days back in his prime for this season only... Who would I go with and why? You know, it's hard to go against Marshall Falk. That was my dude. I love Marshall Falk. That was my guy. He made football exciting, and I loved watching him play. So I would probably go with him. Why? Because we have very young running backs. Uh, not bad running backs by any means, but very young. And I think it bringing in Falk, that just solidifies it. Like, we 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 think that Cam Akers is going to break out this year. Like, we feel good about Cam Akers going into the, the season. We don't actually have any evidence of that. We don't have anything to tell us that for sure Cam Akers is the guy and he's going to absolutely light it up this year. There's no hard facts on that. There is hard facts that if Marshall Falk in his prime showed up today, that he would do an amazing job. Hard facts. And if I had to go with anybody else, though, I also my, another one of my guys, Torrey Holt. In his prime, Torrey Holt, man, that guy was absolutely amazing. I know Isaac Bruce is an option, too, but Torrey Holt was more, I guess, uh... I, don't, I, I remember, like, coming into the Rams when he was drafted because I was following Marshall Falk and stuff, you know, and then, so I'm, I, like, watching, I watched all of his career. I didn't watch all of Bruce's career, so that's kind of, I think, why I, I hung to Holt a little bit more, but Holt also, he would bring us a true number one. We don't have, like, a true, legitimate number one. He is our top target. We know Bobby Trees is our top guy right now. We know the Cooper Cup is right there behind him as well. But they're very similar players. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is is there as well, but he's not a true number one. So, yeah, I think that uh, either one, I think, would absolutely make this team even just a little bit more unstoppable. Marshall Falk or Torrey Holt for jerseys. All right. Thank you guys so much for fan quesos. Feel free, guys, to drop them below if you guys... Uh, have any questions you guys want to ask me, man, just drop them below. We'll answer them up for you on the next episode if it's super time sensitive or if I, maybe if I'm just bored, we'll just have a conversation there in the comments section. That's always an option too. So uh, I need you. What was your name? I can never. It's uh, A to the JZA70. I need you to message me so that you can claim the prize if you do not by 9 o'clock LA time. On July 4th, when we're blowing stuff up in celebration of freedom, then uh, if you got if you don't do it by then, I will be drawing another name on the following episode. So I will keep all those other names in the hat until I get confirmation. And then uh, we'll also be doing some more giveaways, like I said, from Shaw's Customs. So make sure you guys check them out. There will be a link down below so you guys can follow there and go buy yourself some sick decals. Like I said, I just got a new car, so I need to slap up some decals. I've got some on the way right now. I of course had to uh, had had to reach out to to Josh and get some some decals from the new wheels because now I, my car my old car was brown <laughs> and uh, 
and this one's black, so I need to like, you know, just mix it up a little bit, get something cool on there, and um, yeah, it'll be super fancy and, and fresh out there on these Colorado streets. You guys will see me if you guys are in Colorado. My plates say LA Rams. Well, without the A, because LA Rams was taken. If you're that guy, let's hang out. The DMV wouldn't tell me. They were like, hey, well, you can't tell you that. What if you go try to, like, fight him or something? Well, first of all, do I look like a fighter? Second of all, I don't want to hurt him. I want to, I want to be best friends. What are you talking about? This guy has got LA Rams on his license plates. So you need to hang out. What? <laughs> DMV lady? Crazy. <laughs> uh, but make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. That is going to do it for me. Thank you guys for being here. I do appreciate the heck out of you guys. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.